Ocio. Hello, podcast community. This is the ambassador here in Rosebank, continuing on with the Cain and Abel series, confronting the spirit of jealousy and how to overcome it. Last segment, we discussed um, the grace of multiplication falling falling upon us if we didn't bury our talents and used our talents. And let's do a quick recap. Our foundational text came out of the story of Cain and Abel. Abel and Cain brought both offerings unto God and God chose Abel's offering over Cain. Cain became jealous and killed his brother. And God warned Cain that if he didn't master his emotions, his emotion would prove destructive and sinful. What I want to talk about today is how do we handle jealousy within our family and amongst our friends? How do we handle that? Should we downplay who we are because we are blessed or successful? Should we even entertain those who are envious of us because it makes them feel more at ease around us? How do you confront jealousy? Uh, how do you confront jealous family members and friends? What did God tell Cain? He warned Cain if he didn't master his emotions, they would prove destructive and sinful. The story already proved to us that jealousy can lead to murder. That was the actual first murder that took place in the Bible between Cain and Abel. Cain murdered Abel because God had chosen his offering over Cain, and Cain became jealous of his brother. Anger and envy are the two most powerful emotions that can lead to jealousy. What is envy? Envy is looking at what someone's possession is, quality or achievement is, and we wish we had it. It can drive you to behave badly, which means the innocent person can become a victim of gossip, exclusion, or even sabotage. Anger is a strong feeling of displeasure and usually of antagonism. Both of these emotions, if not mastered, can bring about jealousy. When does jealousy creep in? Jealousy creeps in when we see others who were once on our level climbing the ladder of success faster than us in any domain. What do we do when we experience victimization from family and friends? What do we do when we are the subjects of gossip, exclusion, and sabotage within our family and amongst our friends? You remember my story of how a disturbed individual was stalking me and sabotaging everything concerning my women's ministry, and I became the victim of gossip, exclusion, and sabotage because this individual wanted to be my trade name. I endured 18 months of food poisoning. My contracts were sabotaged. Books didn't get published. And I never saw, I never saw it coming. Never saw it coming. Like Abel, I was minding my own business. This individual was able to manipulate and deceive my entire family into plotting a murder to steal my women's ministry. 
I'm not going to say which side of the family tree this occurred on. It's irrelevant because I am no longer a part of that family tree after being declared dead June 1st, 2018. I no longer affiliate, associate, recognize, or belong to any family tree where one person convince, can convince the entire family to destroy another family for their own creativity, for their own business, for their own money, for their own reputation or success. I don't call that a family. What happened here is that the spirit of envy was birthed that led to jealousy, that led to the destructive behavior. So what do you do? What do you do when your family hires a hitman to murder you for a $26 trade name or your husband's inheritance and your identity? What do you do? What did God tell Cain? He warned Cain, if he didn't master his emotions, they will prove destructive and sinful. One thing for certain, I didn't downplay who I was because I am not the one with the problem. Should we even entertain those who are envious of us? Certainly not. I'm a professional, a degree professional, who worked in social services in the mental health industry. And one of my former positions, I worked as a targeted case manager, clinical supervisor, who supervised three mental health clinics in um, the city of Florida. And in situations like this, uh, in the state of Florida, in situations like this, you have to create professional boundaries, even with family members and friends. Number one, God delights in our prosperity. God wishes above all things, including jealous family members and friends, that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. That means God wants us to both prosper in the spiritual realm as well as in the natural realm in our lives. Stop feeling guilty. You don't have to feel guilty about your success or who the person you have become because you pushed yourself to excel or utilize your God-given talents. Remember I said that the grace of multiplication will fall upon you if you are using your skills and abilities and multiplication of your talents will occur. You won't reproduce anything if you are lazy and not doing anything with your gifts and your talents. So how do we deal with those jealous family members and friends? Number one, creating boundaries. Make yourself distant. You don't have to attend events or gatherings that's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Limit your interaction with them. You can't remove yourself from the family tree, but you can limit your interaction with them. It's not abnormal to limit your interaction with toxic family members and friends. Number two, avoid confrontation in some instances. If you can hold a decent conversation with the individual about their destructive behavior, then do so. But if it's not safe, like in my case, my food was laced with poison, don't even go around them. 
put some distance between you two and or get a restraining order. When it starts to get physical or life-threatening, you need to get professional intervention from the courts, law enforcement, or community-based agencies. The individual who stalked me followed me across three state lines from Georgia to North Carolina to Maryland, back to Georgia again. From city to city, state to state, hotel to hotel, apartment complex to apartment complex to stalk, harass, berate, and plot to do serious bodily harm for my $26 trade name, my spouse inheritance, and my identity. She is now in South Africa. After I managed to relocate safely on VIA, VIA is Violence Against Women Act, to avoid confrontation, she followed me here. What do you do? You fight back. The best way to stop a predator is by way of exposure. You have to start making it known what this individual is doing to you. You have to open your mouth and let this individual know that their destructive behavior and sinful behavior is not acceptable. You don't have to downplay yourself because a lazy family member or friend sat on their talents and gifts and never did anything with them. Never feel guilty about your achievements. They need to deal with their own issues associated with low self-esteem and inferiority complex. Refer them to mental health services for treatment. Move on with your life. Remember, God delights in our prosperity. It is God's will to prosper you because he takes pleasure in your prosperity. Never feel guilty of being successful. Never feel guilty of being a millionaire. Never feel guilty of owning real estate. Never feel guilty of being a business owner. Never feel guilty of excelling in your own particular domain. Never feel guilty because your family is blessed and you was left an inheritance. Never feel guilty because of who you are or who God made you to be. You are not the individual with the problem. Limit your interaction for your own self-care, exercise your authority, pray for the individual, and by all means, get professional intervention if the behavior is so destructive it causes bodily harm. I never saw my stalker coming. I never knew someone was watching me. But this individual was watching me for a couple of years. I mean, you're following me from city to city, state to state, hotel to hotel, apartment complex to apartment complex. You have to be right next to me. You're looking over my shoulder 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days of the year. That is a problem. Your behavior is obsessive, it is destructive, and it is sinful. Why are you doing it? Why? You're sabotaging everything that I do. You, you're trying to compete with me for something that will never ever become yours because it's not yours, it's mine. 
You will never have my gifts. You will never have my talents because, because God didn't give it to you. He gave it to me. God will never give you my gifts and talents to do what you need to do. He will give you your gifts and talents to fulfill your calling. You can't walk in my shoes. Look in the mirror. You will never, ever be me. So never feel guilty of being successful. Never feel guilty of your achievements. Never feel guilty of going to college to excel, to better yourself. Never feel guilty of owning your own business. Never feel guilty of being that successful writer or that preacher or that minister or that gospel singer or that artist. Never feel guilty because you live in a zip code where they'll never be able to live in. It's because you pushed yourself. You did your time and God multiplied you in your own abilities, in your own talents. Never feel guilty because one family member sat on their gift and talents and because you started excelling in your domain, they became envious and jealous of you. You're not the individual with the problem. Limit your interaction for your own self-care. Exercise your authority. Pray for the individual. And by all means, get professional intervention if the behavior is so destructive it causes bodily harm. This concludes our series on confronting the spirit of jealousy. Be blessed.